everyone. Welcome to Cycles of Life podcast. Hope you're doing well. Today is another solo episode. Uh, my name is Jana Poisha, if we haven't met, and I am a life coach, I'm a meditation teacher, and people profession professional. I'm just a very curious person. I like to explore things. I like to see how things change. And I like to see patterns in things, I think, as well. So what we're going to talk about today is actually hobbies and why I think they're important and what are the benefits of having hobbies. So if you do follow me on Instagram, and I think you should if you're not, (laughs) you might have noticed that I do share quite a lot of crafts as well. So I do tend to share a bit of um, kind of lifestyle bits, but also like to share crafts that I'm working on. And actually, it's really interesting because a few people in real life approached me and said, oh my God, yeah, so you were doing that thing. That is so cool. I just think it's really nice <laughs> when people actually uh, pay attention. It's just nice to get a good conversation started, if you like. But all of that is to say that I'm very passionate about having hobbies, kind of working on projects, projects that are outside of work, if you like. Just something just for myself, really. It's not for sell. It's not to make money. It's just because I do things because they make me happy. And I just wanted to explore the concept of having a hobby just a little bit more today because I think there's a lot of barriers that people sometimes find and create almost themselves as well. So let's try to break them down and see what are hobbies and why do we need them? So what are hobbies then? Or what I see as a hobby really? I see as any activities that bring me joy. Um, For me, it's normally something creative because I would class myself as quite a creative person. (laughs) Um, It's just something that I do with my free time, something that I don't make money out of, etc. And actually, I have to be honest here, I've always been a hobby person. Like, since I remember myself, I've always painted, always sewn, always created things, made things. Like some of my earliest memories of me as a child are of me making things. I remember when I was six, actually, I ended up in a hospital, had my appendix <laughs> appendix taken out and my dad bought me a magazine. It was all about uh, making clothes for Barbies. And honestly, that was like my obsession for years to come. I used to make all the clothes. I was also finding magazines where I could make um, furniture out of paper for my Barbies. Honestly, I cannot describe how obsessed I became with these things. So yeah, it's something that always been with me. So it's natural that I kind of came back. Well, I say natural and I think that's one of the barriers as well. Often we see these things as something childish or something. sometimes we get told something when we're kids and we just put a stop to doing these things that actually bring us a lot of joy. So I remember when I was a kid once, somebody told me that actually all I do is just sit home and just being a homebody, doing things like reading books or creating things. And for a very long time, that kind of haunted me a little bit. And I know the person who said that, they didn't really mean any, they didn't want to offend me in any way, but it stuck with me. It was just like this phrase that somebody threw out, but actually it stayed with me. For a long time, I saw my crafts or knitting or sewing is something that, well, old people do, which I know is ridiculous now. So yeah, kind of let's talk about then. So what, when do hobbies go wrong? Um, and I think often it's as well, another big layer to that is there's so much pressure on trying to turn everything into a paid activity. And here I would say a huge hello to capitalism. <laughs> we feel like we can't just do something just for the sake of doing something. Everything has to make us money. Everything has to be part of the hustle. We are allowed to do things for pleasure. 
It's allowed. That's a human experience. Uh, another barrier is often the perfectionism kicks in. So for some of us, it might be hard just to do something on an average level or even badly. We feel like if it's not perfect, then it's not point trying. If you're not getting any better, then why are we even trying this at all? So again, that's something that it's important to catch and actually just remind yourself that you're doing a hobby just because you like it. And what is even perfect? Doesn't exist, does it? Doesn't exist. Another barrier that some hobbies are more fashionable than others. So some things you might see a lot of Instagram, you think, oh, this is what I should be doing. And then you try and you hate it. <laughs> then you never touch it again. Or you just kind of blame the whole industry say actually I'm never going to do this again maybe knitting you've tried it once didn't like it because you saw some influencer knitting away you've tried it and you thought you know I'm never going to do that again and you just don't touch crafts so again it's important to catch yourself when thoughts like that come in actually why are they there who said what's fashionable it's not a fact it's literally just somebody's opinion another thing is that people think that it has to be something useful so if you create something and then you don't know what to do with these things, <laughs> you're going to feel like, oh, if I can't use it in a household, then why? what is the point of me making these things? So again, remind yourself, you make that because it makes you happy. It brings you pleasure. And why I think the hobbies are actually are important. I think quite a massive part here is to do that it helps with our mental health. It can add almost a little bit of, like, I know it's quite a deep, it might sound quite serious, but it can sometimes add a little bit of meaning in our lives. If you have something that you look forward to, something that you care about, so hobby can become that thing. You almost fill your life with fulfillment. You create something, makes you happy. You don't even have to create something, wherever your hobbies are. Some activities can actually really help you to process feelings and emotions. So if you are into knitting, I think you will agree with me, and a lot of people will say that as well, that knitting is definitely some sort of meditation. You do get into a very different state when you knit or crochet or embroider, it doesn't matter, whatever that is. It really helps. Same as art as well. So art therapy, of course, is a thing. Or if your hobby is to, I don't know, jogging, running, cycling, yoga, all of that really helps to process our feelings and emotions. I just think it's so healthy to do something just for us, just for ourselves just because we like it. And again, it's self-nurturance and self-care. It's a big part of that as well. And I think actually one barrier that I did forget to mention at the beginning was the, oh, that favourite excuse people say, I have no time. And I get it. Sometimes we are so busy. We have seasons in life when we are really busy. Maybe you have loads of people who are dependent on you. Maybe it's a time in your career when you're really, really working hard on it because you want to achieve something. Whatever that is, I get it. Sometimes there are seasons. But I would always argue that it changes. And often people say, I don't have time to do something. Often it's because you don't make that a priority. So something else is instead a priority in your life. And if you're very honest with yourself, how much time do you spend, I don't know, scrolling Instagram? So how much time do you spend scrolling Instagram in one week time. Like I've checked my last week and I've spent 11 hours on Instagram last week, which is quite scary, but I do try to break it down over the days. So I feel like it's not as <laughs> terrible what it might sound like. But for some of you, it might be nothing. For some of you, it might be a huge number. So actually, if I spent 11 hours 
last week on Instagram alone. If I spent only, say, eight hours on Instagram instead of 11, that would leave me with three hours of doing something else. And do you know how much you can achieve in those three hours? If you want to draw, if you want to paint, how much you can actually paint in three hours time? So yeah, I would always challenge them when we say, I just don't have time. It's because it's not a priority for you. And it's absolutely fine if it's not. But if something that you want to make a priority, I would really be honest with yourself and look at your schedule and think, actually, am I am I actually this busy? Or I just create things for the sake of creating things and I make myself busy because it makes me feel makes myself feel better about myself really. So yeah, I just think it's an important point to mention. Yeah, and again, going back to it's different for everyone and I get it sometimes it's just impossible and you genuinely do have a very busy life. Um but yeah, I would always question that. Just gently, gentle question. Is that really true? So if you're one of those people that would love to have a hobby, but you just feel like, I just don't know what to do. I don't know where to start. My first advice is actually, remember, what did you like when you were a child? What were the things that you could just lose yourself in doing? What really brought you joy? And try to reconnect with that, because often we, when we're kids, we are attracted to things that are natural to us. Again, but going back to my example, it's crafting, it's arts, it's reading. I used to love, well, I still do, <laughs> but I used to love to read as a child. And again, now, only now in my 30s, I'm allowing myself to become myself again. So yeah, just go back and think, what did you enjoy doing when you were a child? Um, do things just for yourself. So not for sharing, not for selling, just do them because you like that. Maybe even set yourself a challenge. Maybe you could try one new thing every month. You don't need to spend money on that. There's loads of things they can do for free or not even now for free, maybe quite cheaply as well. I know cheap is a relative term and will be different for different people, but there are ways to get the supplies if you need supplies and not all hobbies <laughs> require a supply anyway. So yeah, I don't encourage you to spend money straight away. Wait a little bit, see if that sticks first, and then invest your money into something. But yeah, why not to set yourself a challenge? Try one new thing once a month for the whole year, and that's 12 new things that you've tried, and see what comes up. See what you enjoy, see what you don't enjoy, and that's absolutely fine. And also another thing as well, it's absolutely okay not to finish things. I have so many unfinished projects. Yes, I'm quite good at finishing things. <laughs> When it comes to sewing or knitting or art, I do enjoy finishing a project. But also, I have tons that I have not finished. I might come back to them a year later. I might not. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Just taking that pressure off. Not everything has to be finished. It's absolutely fine. I enjoyed doing it while I did. I've created something. I've learned a new skill. And I can move on now. So yeah, I'm hoping that helps for you. So yeah, try some things, try something new, sign up to different courses, go to different workshops, follow different people as well. See what's out there. One thing that I would also recommend as well, um, I I love Pinterest and I spent a lot of time on Pinterest. <laughs> so that's why I save kind of all the future inspirations for arts and crafts. So feel free to follow me as well if you want to see what I'm up to, what I'm saving, what I'm pinning for later. Uh, but yeah, I just think it's helpful to kind of have a place where you keep all of these things uh, for going forward. So yeah, that's kind of everything that I wanted to say around hobbies. Um, I just really hope that was useful to you. 
and maybe made you think and hopefully inspired you to do something. Do something that you wanted for a long time and just been putting it off. So if you if you're looking for a sign, if you're waiting for a sign, this is it. This is your sign. Go and do it. <laughs> Go and start something new. But yeah, thank you so so much for listening. Please make sure that you subscribe if you haven't yet so you don't miss out all the newest episodes. And um, also, if you could rate, I would greatly appreciate. Those stars go a very long way, and that's probably the best thing that you can do for any creator, really, is to rate <laughs> something that they do. Um, it's completely free, but it means a lot to us as well. And also, just a reminder, if, in case you missed, I have created um, an ebook. So it's over 20 pages of kind of personal thoughts and some exercises. It's completely free. It's called Spring. So I'm hoping it will inspire you to bring something else into your life and will help you to kind of reconnect with yourself and more importantly, set some good goals. What do you want to achieve going forward as well? So you get that. You can get that from my website. I will link it below so you can, you can download it. Again, it's completely free. But as always, thank you all so, so much for listening. Please chat to me on Instagram. Feel free to DM me. Would always love to see you. And I'll speak to you very soon. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.